grab your notepad because it's time to see how to do a clinic in anime tournament arcs. And we are talking about part one of season two of Yu Yu Hakusho this week on Shonen and Suds. Uh, we're here! We're here! We're at the dark tournament! Finally! Fucking finally! <laughs> Act like it's been forever. It's only been two weeks. I was gonna say. Oh. <laughs> How are you, bud? Oh, man. I am good, Chris. We are, we are back for... Like you said, we're here for the dark tournament. Um, I'm here. I long two, awaited. <laughs> two tickets to the dark tournament, please. Chris, I've seen the dark tournament on, like, the top ten... You know, like, well, I would say it's always, like, number one through three. It's, like, the top ten, like, anime tournament arcs. It's always up there. Usually in the mm-hmm. one spot, sometimes in the in the two spot. But I, I never agree with, like, the the last one I checked, it was, like, Dragon Ball Super's tournament was the number one spot. And I was like... Oh, barf. I was like, absolutely not. No way. No, not <laughs> even close. No way. Um, you can tell their story walking with that shit. Yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, we are here. Chris, we hopped on the boat. You know, I don't know. That's I right. don't know if this is paying homage to Mortal Kombat or if Mortal Kombat is paying homage to it. But we, we love taking yeah, boats well, I mean, to tournaments, Chris. You was first. Boats to tournaments is where it's at, man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're going to fucking Nether Realm on the boat, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fight on the boat. Then uh, then we're gonna get into our then we're gonna get into our bracket, Cody, and we're uh, this week we're gonna cover the first two rounds of the dark tournament. Um, for Team Urameshi, so it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. This is it's it's great. Like I, I don't even have to. I, I don't think, honestly, I don't have a single gripe about this. The only thing, the only thing that maybe people might gripe about is the masked fighter. To us, it is so fucking obvious that it's Genkai, but you got to think about it, right? Like Kuwabara only. You know, spoilers ahead, by the way. Which, but you know, at this point, I you have to have seen it. But like, yes, Parama and Hie have never met Genkai, and Kuwabara only met him once. So, and I feel like Kuwabara could recognize her, but well, I do too. I do too. I I think they just had to like, like sat through, I don't know. He sat through the whole trial and things. Like it would be different, and maybe mm-hmm. I, I think that might be. I don't think they're trying to hide it from us, the viewer. Mm-hmm. But. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, they're they're definitely trying to let us know that hey, this is Genkai. At first, but, at first, I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like kind of like pull the rug out and oh, it's 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 actually Rando and it's not Genkai. Mm-hmm. But then, or like the more I heard her voice, I'm like, yeah, that's just Genkai. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I yep. mean, and if we show up next week and it's not Genkai, then they've got me. They got me bad, and it's <laughs> and it's here for the for the whole world to hear it, but. <laughs> Um, oh man! As far as I know, that's Genkai. But yeah, spoilers ahead. Like Chris said, if you guys haven't seen uh, episodes twenty six through thirty six, yeah, Where we start? yeah. And like we said last week, we're gonna break this into four parts because Cody, this is a long season of anime. Like it, it's kind of cool when you get to the end of this thing. You're like, wow! I, I feel like I've fucking been here with them for months. You know? Yeah, I think this one's like what forty one episodes. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's it's a thick one. But I mean, it's 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 cruising by. To be honest, like, yeah, I, there's no bad episode before in this we, arc. There yeah, really isn't. Like before we started recording, I was like, well, where's where did the last part end? And it's like, well, they beat the 
Toguro Brothers the first time, and then they just show mm-hmm. up immediately in the following episode. And they're like, "You got two oh. months, get training." <laughs> that's right. You that's right. <laughs> like, and like, <laughs> like, then our narrator's like, "And we're on the boat." <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Fucking T Pain and Lonely Island show up, and it's you're there. <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. I love it. I love it. But of course, we're going to dive into all that. But first, you know, the members of Team Shonen and Suds here back on the case. I'm Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. And like we said, we are here talking the Dark Tournament. And it's, you know, it's just great. And I'm really excited to dive in. But, uh, you know, first, Cody, you know, a little bit of housekeeping first. You know, there, you know, we here in the in, in for the next few weeks we could potentially be recording on a different day now and i say that because obviously you've got you are just like the fucking wedding party person to have and uh i forget nationals is coming up soon for final fantasies and i'll be leaving on a thursday so we'll have to record early that week or record an, uh you know another episode with the one before you know so what we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of irons in the fire coming up here soon yeah we got nats coming up I'm starting a new job literally tomorrow. Um, th- th- all the episodes should still come out on Thursdays. Okay. Uh, so, like, this episode we're recording on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, like, the news might be a little bit delayed from episode to episode. Sure, um, sure. But other than that. Like, I didn't want to speak for you. Yeah, for the for the listeners at home, it should still be coming out on the same day. Maybe a Friday release instead of a Thursday release one week or something. But um, Nice. Yeah, Chris, it, it, we got all my friends are getting married. You know, all of them are. Huh. I got They're all doing getaway bachelor parties in the Lake of the Ozarks. So it's gonna oh be. Oh my god! Be a lot, a lot of drinking. You know, it's gonna be fun though. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're. We have all kinds of fun drinking here, brother. Yeah, we're going to the Lake of the Ozarks this weekend. Starting a new job tomorrow, so it's gonna be a. And then the wedding's next weekend, and then it's like Jesus. Fucking Nats is next, and then it's another another bachelor party, I think, after that. It's just like fuck, man. Brother, you just stay busy. Yeah, and then when I'm not you know, when I'm not working these two jobs, I'm watching the dark tournament, and that's when I get to have fun. So. That's right. <laughs> but uh You best believe, Chris, I'll know, be, if we're at the Lake of the Ozarks and people start dropping, you know, passing out from <laughs> drinking too much, uh, I won't be. <laughs> I'll be I'm like oh, right. everybody's passed out. I guess I'll watch some uh, watch some dark tournament. So guess I'll watch some old UU ha- UU hockey show. Yeah, all of the all of our episodes should be still coming out on the same day. Like you said, we might have to like mm-hmm. double record one week, or maybe even record like throw a movie in the mix for Nats because uh, I know you got a lot of prep and you got to do for that. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, we got options. We got we we'll fit, we'll sort it out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chris, we got a little bit of news to talk about this week. Um, you actually mentioned it right before we we started recording, uh, and that is My Hero Academia fourth movie has officially been announced. Yeah. Yeah, that's really exciting. I mean, I hope it's better than the last one. I hope so too, because the last one was a big disappointment, and I think yeah, it was a little bit of a turd. Me and you are kind of in the minority in that. Not as bad as like the Steinsgate thing. Um, <laughs> Woof. But like, Woof. Some people actually enjoyed uh, the last My Hero movie, um, whereas we enjoyed the beginning of it. Like the beginning was very good, cool. right? Uh, and then the movie started, and it was like, oof. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Where'd the and cool costumes go? Why do we? <laughs> 
you remember, Chris, like, every week leading up to it, it was like, oh, dude, they revealed Todoroki's new costume. It was like, that looks so sick. <laughs> and then you have this fucking global, like, assembly, like, oh, they're, they're raiding. I was like, holy shit, they're just getting right into it. And then we just take a fucking road trip across the country with some fucking jabroni-ass side character in Deku. And it was like, I was like, where's the action? Where's the like, cool all costumes? we got was that. <laughs> yeah, we got neither my hero or academia. Yeah, that was definitely unfortunate. So, you know, our <laughs> our expectations are pretty low for this movie, but I, I imagine it'll yeah, be Yeah, mine are curbed. But I don't want to see any fucking new costume. I don't want to see nothing. Y'all better show up in your no. uniforms and, That's right. and do your job. All right? <laughs> That's, That's exactly what <laughs> I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Ugh. anything special, you know. Nope, nope. We need to keep this shit simple. Exactly, but you know, we don't have any like real information on it. We got like just a little. It's like a. It's yeah. technically a teaser trailer. It just shows clips from the first three movies, and then it says, "My Hero Academia: yep. The Movie," which we don't know if that. It seems like that's going to be the actual like sub name. It's just going to be called a movie. The movie. No, I mean. I'm... I mean, like I said, they blew their wad on the fucking surnames, like, right right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, who knows, maybe th- maybe this will be get more eyes on the show, who knows. Um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm here for it. I if, if I can go see my hero in the theater again, I'm gonna do it, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll definitely be there to see it in theaters, you know. If I could sit through the last one, I can sit through anything, so. Goddamn um, right. God damn right, man. But yeah, Chris, outside of that, there's really not a lot of anime news. Um, it's really just all of the cool fighting game news from Evo. Um, mm-hmm. Which we, we, we've been rambling man. about that before before we started recording. There's just... Yeah, like, dude. Like we it's had a Street, good year for fighting games. Yeah, we had Street Fighter Six, which is already out. I still haven't even touched that game. And now there's just like... Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, King of Fighters 13, New Fatal Fury, Mortal Kombat 1, Tekken 8. Like It's just like... Yeah, DLCs for, you know, DLCs. current games like King of Fighters 15 and, you know, just all kinds of shit, man. Yeah, like you said, good year for fighting games. Um, yeah. It's enough to, really? wanna make, enough to make me want to, you know, like I said, you heard me, I dusted off my arcade stick and I'm just clacking around in trial mode in <laughs> King of Fighters 13. God, that's such a good game. It's so good. Cody, it's such a good game. I love it. I love it, but you know we're finally getting that rollback netcode we've been uh, we've been needing. Chris, Chris, you might have to put down the cardboard for a little bit and pick up the gamepad. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm long overdue to pick up a gamepad, dude. I like I still Zelda is still in the fucking wrap. Like I haven't, I have honestly not sat down and played a video game in months. Like it has been actual, literal months. Yeah, you know, it's been a it's been a big year for fighting games, Chris, and it's been a big year for you. You know, you you made the big move. Yeah, you know, you had had I believe you had a job change and then another job change. So you know, it's it's true. I'm I am definitely fucking YRP in my way through 2023. <laughs> That's for a, damn sure. You've been a busy boy, so um, you know, I have been a busy fella. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully when King of Fighters drops, you'll be able to get some. <laughs> some chill time yeah I, I i definitely will be playing online because i'm it's finally able to be played online with, or you know without like ripping your fucking hair out like <laughs> it, it was unplayable online I'm just, I'm just gonna call it, it was absolutely fucking unplayable online but you know that was then this is now that's right and this comes out november right i believe you said 
Yeah, November, November 16th on PS4, which they've already said. It, it, and this is what, you know, it's crazy. It's on. It's going to be on PS4, which they've already said. It's also going to be playable on PS5, which is fine, and on Switch, which, you know, if I can, if I can take my trials on the go, you, you know me, brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, if, if I check it out, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out on PlayStation. The Switch is just like, yeah. I don't know, man. I love. I play my Switch probably more than any other console, but it's just when it comes to something well, like, like that, I would want I would want it to be on like yes, my PlayStation. Absolutely, and really, the big thing like for me, man, I know you don't have to go off on a tangent. Like most people, you have a Switch for the Nintendo games, right? For like the yeah. you know for the for the classics, like you know the sixteen bit, eight bit classics, and Nintendo's catalog. That's that's what 99% of Switch owners have a Switch for. I would dare say that's probably what the entire install base has a Switch for. Um, but yeah, things other other things are anything that's not Mario or Zelda or, you know, something classic, it, you know, PlayStation or Xbox, whatever, you know, whatever your console of choice is, or PC. You know, we, we respect the Master Race here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, Chris... I, it, it's it's weird. the The game I play the most on my Switch is Doctor Mario. Rather, That's I, oh, such a great I, game. I probably it? put in Chris. I've been watching Doctor Mario Championships. All right, <laughs> <laughs> brother. I've been playing Doctor Mario like probably like two hours a day for like the last like month and a half. Like, <laughs> I think it's bad, oh, brother. You're ready. Like, like I I told you I was I started playing. I think it was Breath of Fire. Mm-hmm. I started playing. Breath of Fire? I believe it was. And um, you're like, brother, this game is hard. And I was like, hey, Breath of Fire is for big... That's, that RPG series is for big dogs only. Dude, I was like, oh, I, I don't need to buy these potions yet. I'm just going to walk outside and try out one fight. I died immediately. I was like... Oh, your first mistake. <laughs> like, Well, maybe that was just a... You know, I ran into a mob of three monsters. I'm like, maybe I'll try again. Mob of two monsters. Absolutely smoked. I'm like... <laughs> All right, I'm going back to Doctor Mario. <laughs> it's safe. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Can't get smoked in Doctor. Well, I mean, you can get smoked in Doctor Mario, but yeah. usually it's your own fault when that happens. Exactly. Yeah. The doctor's just not giving out those red pills. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> uh, but that's you know that's that's enough of our video game talk, um, Chris. It's time to talk about the dark tournament. Um, but wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Cody, we're, we're, well, I was going to say, look here, brother. We're going to a sporting event. Uh, where, 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 where is he, Cody? Do you see him off in the distance? Do you see him walking through the stands? Where is the beer guy, Cody? And well, there he is, Cody. So I need to know. And let me get my wallet out here. What you drinking? Wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. There's good. A lot of air <laughs> into the microphone, but uh, Chris, I finally, you know, I hadn't been up to the liquor store in a few di- in a few weeks, honestly, which is, mm-hmm. you know, probably good for my health, but not good for my, my brain. Um, <laughs> but Chris, we finally got the Mountain Dew Hard Soda Baja Blast Limited Edition. Oh, hell yeah! Party pack. I sent you a picture of the box. The box looks fucking sweet. You um, sure did. This, of course, comes with three of the Baja Blasts. Three Baja Blast Pineapple, three Baja Blast Punch, and three Baja Blast Mango. So, hell yeah! You no, know, Chris. Of course, I crack the box open, and the the original flavor is on the top. And I'm like, God fucking damn it! So I had to, <laughs> I had to 
I had to dig for the for the fun new flavors. Um, but I I'm doing the Baja Blast pineapple. Um, mm-hmm. which I actually I had we had like a a family like a double family birthday, and my brother oh, nice. my brother brought some of these, so I actually got to try the pineapple. So I figured I'd start with those. Um, yeah, Chris, I, if if they they keep this this party pack around, they can pretty mm-hmm. much just go ahead and you know end making the regular Mountain Dew. Uh, party pack one like we don't we don't need mm-hmm. it anymore like <laughs> it, it, it 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 did fine while it was there um but this is just this is <laughs> it, it huh it, it's chest to checkers chris the, these things are fucking great <laughs> i mean obviously like the baja blast we talked about when they made the the full 12 pack of those like it was like why would we even buy the other one anymore like the other flavors yeah. were okay but we were buying it for baja blast and this is just Flavor infused Baja Blast. It's like perfect. You get you get the, you get everything you want. Um, yeah, it says limited edition on the side, but I hope that doesn't last very long. We need this needs to be the staple. Uh, but yeah, just a nice Baja Blast zero sugar pineapple. Um, Chris, what about you? What are you drinking Classic. today? Well, you know, on the way home, I you know this was kind of impromptu. You caught me as I, when you were like, "Do you want to cast tonight?" As literally as I was leaving the office and getting into my car, and I was like, I, "That's why I was like, I can be." So. When you when you gave me the window where you were like I gotta finish this episode then go get some beer I was like well I'm gonna go to Taco Bell because the beef the beefy crunch burrito oh, is Chris, back and Chris, I was like Chris I, uh-huh. I, I thought about bringing this up in the news uh huh because you 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 just said it the beefy crunch burrito is back <laughs> yeah brother so so Cody you've heard the stories of the beefy crunch burrito movement right oh Chris I mean. Chris, I've are you signed. Part of it? Chris, I've signed every petition. I, I, I've oh, gone you're to part of the movement, brother, <laughs> brother. Brother, you're part of the movement. When when I saw that they were like, you know, because this isn't the first beefy crunch movement. Uh, you know, us no. us veterans know. <laughs> like, I mean, I've been through when they it's brought much, it. You remember when they brought it back times. as like a fucking triangle burrito? It was like, what the fuck? Oh, is, yeah. What is that? <laughs> like, you weren't having it, were you? Oh, well, I still ordered it like hundreds of times, but <laughs> no, you had it. Yeah. But you... <laughs> like the the, uh, the regular tortillas were right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> how far you had to get to get to the fucking triangle tortilla? Like how many new oh folds God. you had to teach? Like these fucking high school workers um, <laughs> that don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> but yeah, oh my no, God. I, I, I've signed every petition to bring it back, and then recently. I don't even remember. I feel like it was months ago when they had the little like poll because it was between mm-hmm. the beefy crunch and the, the cool ranch Doritos Locos, which is not, yeah, which I, I think it was a fucking landslide. Not a competition at all. Like not even, not like, even. Like, like <laughs> brother, I don't even buy a Doritos any Doritos taco. Like no, no they're, they're Locos. They think I'm gonna buy those, brother. Yeah, but Chris, I had I had three beefy crunch burritos myself just two nights ago, so. Oh hell yeah, yeah, bro. yeah! So I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad a, fel- a fellow BCBM member. I, I'm <laughs> here for it. But uh, but yeah, so I got one of those. I, I'm taking the long way to get to what I'm drinking, but I got a Pepsi with my meal. And when I got home, I dumped some whiskey in it. So I've got myself Cody a little Buffalo Trace and Pepsi is what I'm enjoying in the Taco Bell cup. So love that, Chris. You know, I got, I got an old Taco Bell cup literally sitting on my nightstand right now from the other night. So. Hell yeah, Chris. Not only that, you know, first of all, I mm-hmm. pull up to the I pull up to the window, 
Mm-hmm. And I see, I, I, like, I'm, like, two cars back, and I thought I saw, like, a flash. I was like, wait, is it August? I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> it's August. I'm like, that's when it comes back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> and I was like... Stop! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, start my order. I'm like, wait, I'm like... Mm-hmm. I see the price. First of all, Chris, we got to talk about, you know, what's going on? Dude, what's going on? Who is who does, pricing the Crunchwrap Supreme? Like, what's, well, who does Taco Bell think they are charging these prices, first of all? Yeah. Look, Stay a, in your lane, brother. A Crunchwrap Supreme is $5.20? In what world? Hey, Chris, I bought it two weeks ago. It was $4.20, and I was mad then. <laughs> oh, I, fucking I, thanks, Bin Laden. Luckily, she rang up the... First beefy crunch burrito, and I saw two fifty, and I was like, "Now that's now." And I was like, "Hey, go ahead and nix that crunch wrap. Just just fill that that five dollar slot with two more beefy crunch burritos." Right? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I was like, and it's a win either way. Yeah, and then and then the lady, bless her heart, at the drive thru window. I guess they made too many like watermelon freezes, so they gave me a free watermelon mm-hmm. freeze. I was like, "Oh, thank you." Yes, <laughs> hell, we yeah. will also take that. Um, yeah, man, Chris. Well, that's turned around. That's a hell of a day. Yeah, dude, dude. I was, I was texting friends. I came back and told my oh, my brother, Beefy Crunch is back. It's back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, dude. It's it. It really is like it. I, I, it's I, beautiful, it, Chris. It's like fucking waking up on Christmas morning. Like. <laughs> Oh, absolutely! And you got exactly what you wanted, which was the Beefy Crunch burrito. Um, oh, goddamn right. Yeah, man. If it, <sighs> I, I I can't believe we haven't talked about that before. We're both beefy crunch. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we. Uh, I'm glad we 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 had this moment because uh, it's fucking delicious. And it I, I I didn't look Chris probably because I was like I was getting teary eyed in the drive through. But I hope it's not for like a limited time. I hope this is. I hope we're. You hope it's, hope it's here to stay. I hope we're done fucking around. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Well, because here's the thing, Cody. Um. I knew that it was coming back, but it, sadly, Cody, around here, it has come back at the expense of the Volcano Taco. The Volcano Taco has now skedaddled again, which is a shame because the Volcano Taco is also classic as fuck. Yeah, see, it's like Taco Bell like doesn't want to be like the best fast food restaurant, I think. I think that's what Dude, they, they, they could rule the fucking roost if they really just got their shit right. Yeah, it's like, do you not want to be number one? <laughs> like, you're. This is how you don't be number one, bro. Guys, stop taking away the nacho fries. Everybody wants them all of the time. Yes. Like, quit. Yes. Like, it, it's it's Why? like Chris. It's it's like McDonald's with the snack wrap. It's like people just want that. Like, just bring it back and you win. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to win. That's all. That's all you have to do, Chris. You know. That's literally all you have. You know to who do. does want to win, Chris? Team fucking Urameshi. There it is. That's it. <laughs> the, the fucking boy. So, Cody, that's a, uh, pardon me before we sit here and have the, the Taco Bell podcast. Um, let's go ahead now. Uh, let's go ahead and dive right on in, Cody, to season two, part one of Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, so, Cody, we're going to kind of pick up not necessarily right where we left off. But pretty close, you know. The boys, you know, like 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 we've uh, we've seen plenty of times here in the past, Cody. The boys don't get a fucking chance to rest up. Yeah, man, Chris. It, you know, something I can relate to personally. It's like every time I finish a DoorDash, and I like get to mm-hmm. my, I ha- I have a spot where I park at. Like whenever I mm-hmm. don't have an order, 
I go to pull out my Switch, and the moment I fire it up, it's like, bling, 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 new order. It's like, God damn it, man. I was just about to... I was just about to... You know, Yusuke was just about to pay attention to Keiko for two seconds. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, Cody, uh, he, um, so, you know, don't want to go into too many of the details, because this first episode, when I say don't go into too many of the details, really this this first episode is the the route to get the boys over to the Dark Tournament, because, Cody, almost immediately after the boys left uh, at the end of Season 1, uh, Tagoro's fine. He is a-okay. He just, he literally just laid there and played possum just to kind of feel the boys out. And he was like, I was like, Sakio pops back up on the screen. And um, there, he's like, oh, that was a good performance there, uh, you know, Tagoro. And he's like, I had to try my damnedest to not just kill them immediately. Like, you're like, oh, shit. So, like, Tagoro was sandbagging pretty hard to, to not kill them. Um, Sakio, he was he was in, you know, we thought he was just making smart bets, betting on the boys, but no, he had. He, yeah, there, there's a long game here, Cody. Yeah, Chris, he stacked his hand. He he knew who was going to win that. Um, that's right. That's but, you right. Know, Chris, and it, then, it got it got rid of the ball sack, man. So we're happy to see him go. Oh, Tagoro just kicked his fucking head right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot so, about I forgot about that part that happens here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, because he's like up in like you know they cut back to Tagoro and them and like. Um, Tarukane sitting up, like I guess, in his booth, just like hysterically, like maniacally laughing because he's now broke. He's a street. He he's like, I'm a street bum now, whatever. And Tagoro's like, hold on a second, and just kicks through the glass and just kicks his fucking head off. So taking out the garbage one person at a time, Tagoro, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. But but you know, so again, so we set all that to set up because Yusuke is now trying to spend some time with Keiko. And um, they, um, I want to say, they they see something out in the street, like a damaged building or some some pretty crazy damage happening. And so we we see somebody roll up on Yusuke on a motorcycle, and Yusuke's like, "Who are you?" And Tagoro's like, "Well, I guess I didn't leave much of an impression." As he takes the helmet off, and he tells Yusuke, "Come with me." And uh, this is where this is the setup for the dark tournament. Tagoro pretty much says, "In two months' time, there's going to be a tournament." You're, you're you and your friends are a special guest. Oh, and Cody, it's not like being a special guest anywhere else. Tagoro just says, uh, "You can't get out of this. If you don't show up, I'm going to kill you and all your friends." Yeah, and everybody you love. <laughs> you know, there's no yeah, and everybody. We're just going. I'm just going to kill them all. And he shows him. He's like, "I'm going to show you." What does he show him? Sixty percent of his power, which just he just decimates the building that they're in. And yeah. Yusuke is pretty much shitting his pants at this point. Yeah, he's like, all right, well, we got a, we got a two months of training. We better get done here, because uh, yeah. Well, and I love that, like, cool. Well, well, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I love how like Yusuke's shitting his pants. Kuwabara sees this happening. He's shitting his pants, and as Tagoro's like walking down the street, leaving, he sees Karama and Hiei, and he's like, oh, y'all must have got your invitation too, and they're like kind of shit in their pants in the most like stoic way. But I just, I don't know. I just like to it really sets Tagoro up as like a really powerful villain, which um, I thought was really, really cool. And then Cody, as you were getting ready to say, it's a, uh, it's, it's training time. Yeah. And of course, Chris, you know, <laughs> shout out to our boy, George, uh, <laughs> wasting, <laughs> wasting, lit- that means two things, <laughs> um, <laughs> literally wasting no time 
skipping us through the training. He's like, and just like that, two months of training have passed. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep, and they are catching. Uh, so the gang is here with the exception. Like they're waiting on Yusuke, who is, you know, conveniently absent. But we got, you know, we get like a really quick, like two seconds of training where like Kurama and Hiei are training with Kuwabara. Yusuke is getting the shit beat out of him by Genkai. Um, yeah. And now we're here. We're at the docks, Cody. Yeah, actually, I think the only thing that I wish I maybe I would have saw more of is the Kuwabara, Karama, and Hiei training. Honestly, mm-hmm. like Yusuke and Ginkai, you know, it's fine. Um, like we know, we know the score there for yeah, sure. We know how that goes. But yeah, I, I I hope we get to see some flashbacks to the to the Kuwabara, Hiei, and or Hiei and Karama training. Yeah, like no, I agree. Chris, we're at the docks. You know, we got Sonya's there, Jax is there. Oh wait, no, my bad, my bad. <laughs> different, different tournament. Shang Tsung is not here. <laughs> that's right. Well, the uh, that's right. Well, I mean, we got the old fucking creepy pirate captain here, who's basically like, "Hey, whoever's not here, we're getting to court." You know, we're 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 leaving without you. And it's multiple teams that are on this boat. Um, and you know, Yusuke and a uh, a fifth a fifth participant, which you know, we're not going to beat around the bush. We know that this is Genkai. Like you look at the outfit, just Genkai has her head wrapped in like a like I don't know, like a, a bandages slash ninja mask. Um but yeah, Genkai, nobody else realizes that it's Genkai. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> the from the moment I saw the outfit, I'm like, oh, why is Genkai wearing that mask? <laughs> like it, <laughs> why is Genkai wearing that mask? Yeah, like, but uh, they get off. Cause she's like when you were trick or treating as a kid, and you try to pretend you were in like a second costume. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, you take, took the sunglasses off, and you're like, "Oh, now I'm just a special agent. I'm not I'm not a member of I'm the Men in Black." <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. All right, here's your second candy bar. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just a special agent. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> like the parents at the oh house, they absolutely knew, but they just didn't care. They're yeah. like, <laughs> you didn't have to try. You <laughs> could have just rang the doorbell again, and we would have gave you more candy. Like, yeah, it's like it's fine. It's absolutely fine. We don't want this shit in our house anyway. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. But uh, so they get on the boat, Cody, and uh, come to find out, this boat trip actually serves a purpose. So of all these teams. The captain comes on, basically gets on the deck and says, only one of you, like the other 15 teams for this tournament have been set. Whoever, only one of you is going to make it to the, to the big stage. So they have kind of a makeshift tournament, Cody, right here on the boat. It's more of a battle royale where like the, the, the top person from each team is basically, they, they, <laughs> the boat just has a ring that comes out of the, the main deck. And, um, of course, Kuwabara is trying to get Yusuke to, um, you know, be their team representative. And uh, Cody, he is just catching Z's on the side of this boat. Right, he he sleeps through like the first five episodes. <laughs> like, dude, he is he is I, he is doing some Goku level sleeping here. Um, and I want to say it's actually uh, it's actually the our, our masked fighter friend who is that's who they refer to getting Kai as pretty much for a good chunk of what we're watching. But um, so the masked fighter basically is the one who represents Team Urameshi, uh, in this fight. And Cody, it's not even a fight. They uh, they just beat the shit out of these these jabronis on this boat. 
Yeah, Chris, I mean, you look around the boat, and there's nobody that even sticks out. Like, it just looks like... No, it's all just random demons. <laughs> it just looks like the cast of Ah, Real Monsters. Like, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, we know what's up. We know what's getting ready to happen here. Yeah, and of course, so, of course, he, he comes up with the idea, while while the fight's kind of going on, he's like, well, if, if the mass fighter, you know, if he loses, because they refer to her as a he for a little bit, even though we, the audience, know it's Genkai. Um, yeah. But he's like, if he loses, then we're going to have to kill everybody else on the boat, and then we'll be the team that survives and goes to the island, to Hanging Neck Hanging Neck yeah, Island? Hanging Neck Island. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Chris, you know, like you said, Genkai makes quick work of all these jabronis, and then the other monsters kind of do, they, they steal Hiei's idea. They're like, oh, if we just kill them, then, yeah. then one of us can can go on to the tournament. Um, and well, they, they don't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah, then Hiei and Karama join, and I mean, Kuobara's in there. I mean, this, this is just a hosing, just a clean, just, <laughs> like, uh, but it, it's cool to see, you know, our, our, our crew just absolutely beats some ass. Um, yeah, they, they just obliterate these fucking fools. They just straight up get cooked. Yeah, and much to and, the uh, much to the chagrin of the old creepy pirate captain guy. Um, which, by the way, we realized here that this whole thing was kind of set up by Sakio. Which you know, we're gonna put a pin in that, Cody, because there's gonna that's gonna be a recurring theme throughout this dark tournament. That uh, you know, the the black black club that we met. Um, cause we, we see a lot of these guys there, they're there at the tournament. These guys are the ones kind of running the show here. Um, so, you know, of course they get, you know, the gang gets to hanging neck Island Cody and they get to this beautiful, like five-star hotel, which, you know, Kuwabara is super fucking jazzed about. Um, they go up to their special suite, um, and they're sitting there and of course, Yusuke, Yusuke, you know, is still just knocked the fuck out. But I will say this, he has a really cool moment on the boat. There's like one last demon left and they go after Yusuke who's sitting there and he tries to attack him. But while he's asleep, he just fucking rapid tornado punches the shit out of this guy. But I guess he's like dreaming or having nightmares, call it what you will, and reliving the training he had with Genkai in his head. And he, he also like throughout the next few episodes, he also like chimes in in his sleep, which you know, it's really cool. Kind of causes some issues for our boy Kuwabara in his fight, but we'll get to that. Absolutely. Well, um, well, Cody, while they're in their room the night before, you know, the, the, the tournament starts the next day, they are they're greeted by a couple of guests. They're uh, two members of Team Rakuyukai who are their first opponent. Uh, we are, you know, they're sitting there drinking tea and they notice one of the cups is missing and just sitting on the dresser across the room is Rinku. Um, you know, very, I, I like, the, well, first of all, let's say I love the voice acting for all of the characters on team Riku Yukai. Um, Rinku as a, as a kid, um, talks a lot of shit. That's that's going to be a thing about team Riku Yukai. They, they all talk just as excessive amounts of shit because it's Rinku and, uh, Zero. Um, and, and they're just like, you know, basically just kind of threatening that we're, we're y'all are dead tomorrow. So, uh, we'll see you later. Um, well, Cody tournament, and oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping the gun here. I'm all over the place because I love this shit so much. But um, I want to say the tournament's getting ready to start, and outside we we get we get a new look from uh from Kawinma, uh this season. Cody, he's able to disguise himself as effectively an adult. Yeah, and I think this is what <laughs> when KP said Kawinma kind of becomes a Chad later. I think this is what he meant. 
was when yeah, Koenma shows up. Yeah, this is definitely like, uh, Chad Koenma. Yeah, when he shows up, in his, <laughs> he's like, like I'm Koenma, and I'm really cool. Yeah, <laughs> when he said, I'm really cool <laughs> with his binky <laughs> fucking hand. Koenma, and I'm really That's right. That's right. Because uh, he runs into uh, Keiko, Shizuru, and Botan, which, by the way, back home, Shizuru and Keiko are like, Botan, where the fuck are they? And, uh, you know, Botan's trying to keep secrets and, you know, they, they goaded it out. I mean, they, they get it out of her. So what do they do, Cody? They hop on a fucking boat and go to Hanging Neck Island themselves and they get some tickets and they're going to be uh, spectators here for the dark tournament. Um, and of course, Kawinma is the owner of Team Uramesh, so he has his own box, but it's him and fucking George. And Cody, some of the best moments of this season come out of their fucking box because George is hilarious this season. Yeah, all the George like, all of says the, so much like, shit. All of the comedy moments, like when like they're ordering food or like stealing each other's foods, like definitely mm-hmm. provides like the comic relief between like the yeah. the intense fights that are happening down on the on the field or on the um absolutely like the arena or whatever you want to call the it. arena. Yep, and we, we so Cody keep put a pin in a lot of the people we're gonna meet because we've got some you know we get we got some future side character Hall of Famers coming up here shortly. Um, the first one I think is honestly the ring announcer Coda. Uh, first of all, she's fucking hilarious too. She has she has a ton of like she's just dry as a fucking bone. Has some really really great comedy moments, um, especially with her and another character that's gonna be coming up soon. But um, we're you know we we're, we're tournament starting, Cody. We've got our first match. It is we are kicking the dark tournament off with Kuabara versus Rinku, and uh, it's actually a really good fight. Yeah, yeah, you know Kuabara, he's showing off some new some new uh new sword techniques. Uh, Rinku's got mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of different weapons, including yo-yos. Which Chris, this was the moment I was like. Okay, um, this is where, you know, this is where uh, Killua from Hunter Hunter got his yo-yos from. Obviously, once again, created by the same uh, creator, which I'm blanking on right now, Chris. Who who made you? Yeah, oh my god, I feel terrible. Like, I was literally just watching, like, a documentary about him the other day. Because, like, you learned about, like, all of it. I got it. Yoshihiro (laughs) Tagashi, I believe is his name. Yep, just because there was like health issues during this, and you know he's always you know he's real big and not afraid to step away and take a hiatus on something, um, which is fine for his own health. I definitely get. It. Um, yeah, absolutely. But like like I said, I I I knew uh, this is like I kind of saw like our main four characters in the main mm-hmm. four characters of Hunter Hunter. Like when this kid broke out the yo yos, I was like, okay, so he a is kill you. Like they're based like very similar like. How they act as characters, and then I saw the yo-yos. I'm like, oh, he's Hiei and Rinku in, in one character. Okay, okay, I see. I see what you're doing there, Togashi. All right. Um, but yeah, definitely a sweet fight. Um, you know, it, yeah, some big moments here, like Kuwabara. Like you think Rinku like breaks his neck, and uh, you know, but Kuwabara like obviously gets back up, continues the fight. Um, but. You know, Cody, like I said last week, the boys don't win every match. Kuwabara actually takes an L here on some bullshit. Yeah, he does, Chris. And like you said, it is very back and forth. Like, there's a moment where you think Rinku's just going to beat Kuwabara after the neck break. And Kuwabara does, mm-hmm. like, his spirit sword, but, like, <laughs> it's almost like spirit sword, but he goes all squiggly lines and then eventually hits. Yep. It's, it's like Rinku a spirit first. snake to 
yeah. to like match his yo-yo. But then Renku like uses the yo-yos to like throw him like a million feet in the air, and then Kuwabara hits a nice fucking spirit sword get long, and fucking like Pogo mm-hmm. sticks off of it. Like there's a bunch of cool moments, but like like you said, it ends in kind of some bullshit because. But Yusuke's still asleep this whole time, but he chimes in on, like, the next, like, three matches. Just mm-hmm. occasionally, like, you know, he starts talking some shit on Kuobara, like, get up, Kuobara, you're gonna be late. Yeah, uh, you big, just, <laughs> just, like, sleep-talking his ass off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just some sleep-shit-talking, you know? Um, That's right. And Kuobara gets distracted by that, and Rinku ends up just, like, tying him up with his yo-yos, and... Yeah, because they're one of the rules of the dark tournament is you can lose. You either lose if you if you're knocked out, dead, or you're outside of the ring for ten seconds. Like there's a ten count, basically, like in boxing. Um, so that's what Kuwabara loses on. So Kuwabara takes the first L, and uh, he is pissed when he gets up because like he like he like for, he like starts chasing Rinku around, and Rinku's like, "Go away! I won! Get away!" Yeah, and Rinku even admits that like. Thank goodness he got distracted because he was going to beat me. Like he was out of spirit energy. Like Rinku yeah. was. Like, Rinku admitted, like I was going to take an L there. Um, yeah. So so he goes away. He he kind of goes back to his team corner. And then Cody, we've got round match number two. We've got Kur, uh, Kurama versus Soto. I believe is his name. Roto. Roto. Kurabama versus Roto with his little button. But uh, yeah, what a fucking, Cody, this is this this guys, is barely a fight because guys fucking lame as shit. <laughs> yeah, well, lamest. he's he's a che- he's a he's a sucker punching cheating little bitch because uh he gets in the ring with Karama and Karama's not this is such a one it's like a fucking Mike Tyson fighting an infant but he tells Karama well he he calls him by his human name Suichi and says my brother all I got to do is press this button and that gives my brother the signal to kill your mom but um so you're just gonna stand here and just basically let 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 Roto just beat him up. But uh, so he does. He takes a couple licks from Roto, but like it's clearly not enough. But Karama distracts him by like what he like throws a pebble at him. But what he secretly did, Cody, was plant this fucking seed inside of Roto that, uh, you know, and such kind of such a glorious little uh, kind of a glorious death here, Cody, because we're going to make no bones about it. There a lot of people die in this tournament and uh, Karama draws first blood because the the. He's able to get the button from him because whatever he did to him, like, it started to pair, like, you know, take away his motor functions. And he's like, I'm just a low class demon. I don't know any better. Show me. So, do you believe in mercy? And Karama's like, no. <laughs> As, like, the plant, like, fucking explodes out of him. And basically, he just, just explodes from the inside out. So, Roto is very <laughs> fucking dead. Definitely got what he deserved. Um, Which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, and and, for, and so again, put another pin in that because Karama Karama is fucking ruthless when it comes to fighting. And he, uh, you know, you know, I think Roto also said like, well, if I die, then my brother will kill your mom regardless. But he uh, was keeping an eye on the mom, so like, yeah, it was like, oh yeah, yeah whenever he, he the moment he died, his brother just disappeared. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, the the second you killed his sucker punching little brother, he pieced out too, which means they're they're both just a bunch of bitches. Yeah. Well, uh, and speaking of Hiei, Cody, it's uh he he's up next. It's uh his turn to to scrap, and he's up against the other uh, visitor from last night, um, the team captain, uh, Seru, um, who has you know he's a he's a low. The thing about him is he's a lower class demon, 
but he has fire powers, which is very rare. Um, and you know, so you get this impression that Saru is pretty powerful, but, uh, Cody, he has got something new up his sleeve. Fucking literally. He, uh, he breaks out the dragon of the darkness flame, which has Sir- Zero basically shitting himself when he sees what he, cause he, like he, he like blasts he with fire. Nothing fucking happens. Cause he's got, he's like building up this fucking, this dragon power. And, uh, Cody, he turns Zero into a fucking shit stain on the wall. Yeah, I don't know if this is like I can't remember what they refer to this as, like a forbidden technique or one of like the one mm-hmm. of the, the you know the the five fucking that kind of super thing. jutsu you know like whatever you've heard yeah and then he's shown in like he mm-hmm. pulls out this thing which even like Karama's like oh shit yeah. even he when he's doing it he's like I really can't control this so. Yeah, and even like up in the box, I think Tagoro's like, "Oh, well, this is interesting." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, Chris, he he is just like you said, he's a shit stain. He is just nothing but ash left afterwards. Yeah, like absolute nothing. And, like and Zero, just a pile of nothing. Yeah, and Zero was showing off. You know, he had like the crowd, like fucking everybody's getting pushed mm-hmm. back by his flames and all this shit. Um, but yeah. Um, but Chris, you know. He after using this technique, you can tell Chris he's got like that fucking Deku arm where his arms like clearly fucked up. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That's gonna yeah, be a, that's not... gonna be a problem for our boys moving forward because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Well. Well, Cody. The other two members of this team, old fucking the hippie and the other jabroni, they <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris, they good. see what happened to Z- <laughs> Chris. When no, I first ahead. saw them, I was like, okay, like something has to give here. Um, thankfully it does. Because, <laughs> like, I was looking at those two and I was like, e- even looking at Zero and the other two that were left, like, I was like, these guys look kind of fucking lame, to be honest. Um, but then, <laughs> Chris, your boy shows up. Yeah, sir. So the two guys run, the last two of the team run away and you hear, like, you hear, like, them in the tunnel and coming out is, uh, this 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 motherfucker looks like something straight out of Mad Max, just dragging the two carcasses of his team, and he's just like, uh, first of all, he has just amazing like voice voice actor, like this Australian accent, and he's just like, oh, it's bright out here, like just drunk off his fucking ass, and the dude can barely string a sentence together. But in his ramblings, and thankfully Coda is there to translate for his drunk ass that. He's actually the team captain, but when every team has an alternate and basically he sucks at paper, rock, scissors. So he basically, he lost, he's like, he kept saying my hand kept getting stuck on scissors. And, uh, and, um, so basically he, he was forced to be the alternate because he lost, uh, paper, rock, scissors, but he's actually the most powerful dude here. Um, so Cody, what we get here, um, and of course, now somebody else has to fight. Well, Karama's, you know, I want to say Karama's still. I'm trying to remember why Karama couldn't fight. Um, because uh, Kuwabara lost. Oh, no, that's right. They'd already fought. Kuwabara lost. lost. Karama won. Hiei won. So it's either got to be the mass fighter or Yusuke to fight against this last guy. And yeah, well, Cody, doing, up and fucking at him. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So fucking up and at him. Yusuke gets into the ring. And this is a fight that talking about it just can't do it any justice. I think this is one of the best fights in the dark tournament. Also one of the funniest because 
Chew is he does you know he's a he does like the drunken master stuff right like he is just fucking just he comes to the ring with this massive fucking bottle of rot gut that he is just constantly throwing not just just down the hatch Cody and um it's it's the source of his power because like you know of course he throws up on the side of the ring like he is just hitting on the fucking on Coda and um well he has this thing where like you know I, I like the scene where like. You know, he's warming up and getting his power, and he's like, I just got to stumble into it first. And he just kind of like gets back into his stance and he gets like the aura around him. So, and we get a really, really good fight here. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I feel like this is probably the first time we've had like, obviously, I haven't seen every anime from before Yu Yu Hakusho, but I feel uh-huh. like this might have been the first time we had like a drunken fist character. Mm-hmm. Now, now, granted, again, I'm I'm sure somebody might pop into a fucking Facebook comment and be like, actually, um, actually, but, <laughs> but like, he's definitely the first one, uh, according mm-hmm. to my timeline of things I've seen, <clears throat> the mm-hmm. first character that had she was the first like guy that does this drunken, is like obviously we see it, extremely popularized with characters like Rock Lee from Naruto, mm-hmm. um, and I w- I would say this. I, I I think without like Chu, I don't think you get like even Bo Raicho in Mortal Kombat. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I I just think it's cool. Like I th- I feel like Chu was the first guy to do that. Um, and Chris, you know, not to go on too much of a tangent, but you touched on the voice actor, the English voice actor Kent Williams. Man, he's got Chris. He's got a rap sheet of his own. Um, oh hell yeah, Chris. Uh, wait, let me let me make sure. Chris, he also plays. <laughs> He mm-hmm. is the narrator as well. Oh, he, hell yeah. He's, he's our boy, George. He's the blue ogre. Yes! I knew it. I <laughs> fucking knew it. Um, this but, guy's pulling triple duty. <laughs> yeah, not only that, I mean, he's played like Supreme Kai in Dragon Ball Z, Mercenary Tao. Um, oh, my father God. in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot a lot of cool roles that this guy's played. Um, but definitely oh, has some range stuff. for playing the narrator and Chew, like, they don't even sound fucking... Not even close not to even sounding... Not even close the to the same, but I just thought that was cool. I noticed that, and I was like, oh, I gotta mention that. Um, but I do love that he has the Australian accent, and he looks like something out of Mad Max. Definitely a play on, like, this Chew is definitely, like, an homage to Mel Gibson. Like, he, 100%. Like, there's no way he isn't. Yeah, definitely. So. Got a sweet blue mohawk. Like, he, yeah, definitely gives off like the Mad Max, like, uh, mm-hmm. e- e- even like I, I even get like some cyberpunk vibes, like cyberpunk. Yeah, vibes. no, absolutely, um, absolutely. But yeah, of course we're gonna support the fucking drunk character. You know we are. Oh, dude, he <laughs> is he is the, he is the official <laughs> mascot. That's right, he is the official mascot of the team. And then, uh, well, Cody, him and Yusuke are like they're having a really good scrap. Like they're both getting their licks in. Um, so he has to kind of turn to his, uh, his ultimate, uh, technique, which is using this alcohol called ogre killer, which is like, that shit will put hair on your balls. It's like, our boy so George was shaking. He was like, Oh no, oh, he was <laughs> He's like, not the ogre killer. So he took that he downs it, he, <laughs> that's right. And down the hatch with that stuff. And you know, it powers him up. Yusuke powers up and Cody, they beat the shit out of each other until they both have got nothing left. So, um, yeah, Yusuke hits, so, a, sweet, he, Yusuke hits a sweet, like mm-hmm. double shot with his spirit gun. 
Yeah, because he Chew has like the fucking wind up in the Nolan Ryan, and he does the was he he says uh, spirit gun double, and it shoots through the 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 blast that Chew threw at him, and uh, they both take it right to right on the fucking chin. Yeah, and then they both hop up. Um, but Chris Yusuke at this point he he mentions before like he wastes one spear gunshot like just shooting it just to show off, mm-hmm. and like he's used his other three against him, and like the they're out of spirit energy so it's just like <laughs> show Ch- Chu comes up with the what is it the, the death the, the, knife edge, the knife edge death match yeah that's it I was like I knew it was some crazy. Well, I want to say it's the knife edge death match. And I've also, I, I feel like I remember in a dub, they called it the circle of death knife fight, which either way, <laughs> Cody, this is the way, this is the only way for two men to settle their fucking beef. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't have the cojones to do this, then, then you really don't have beef with somebody. So Cody, <laughs> what it is, is, it, is that he's taken, the, uh-huh. the name sounds like one of those just like. Just like wild WWE matches, <laughs> like dude, this is a this is a Attitude Era fucking Judy Bagwell <laughs> on a pole level match, and uh, so well, what it is, Cody? You know, it's not the steel cage, it's not the money in the bank, it's not the table, ladders, and chairs. Each each uh each superstar takes a uh, takes a knife and they plant it in the ground, and they take their shoes off, and then they plant one foot up against the blade. And then they just stand in front of each other and proceed to just beat the shit out of each other. And the loser is pretty much the first one to take their foot off the knife. Yep. And then then it's just rock'em, sock'em robots at that point. Oh my god, dude. And that's literally what this is, Cody. They just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and I do think, I think at this point, from what I've seen in the show, I think this is the best fight. Um, Oh man, it's a good one. Could have been cool borrowing our yo-yo boy, but that one kind of ended on some BS, but um, <laughs> they even do, it ended on a run in and a disqualification. Yeah, and this one kind of comes down to uh, you know another popular thing that's popularized. Um, I just said popular mm-hmm. twice, but that's okay. That's uh, right. That's that's the third Baja blast kicking, and that's what that is. Oh, um, baby! But you know something that Naruto has used, where like there, if there's a big moment and everybody's out of energy, Naruto's hit used the headbutt before. Like that's a yeah, and I don't think that happens without this this fight here. Um, again, just showing Dude, like, the headbutt was critical. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of animes that still use the headbutt now to this day, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that would happen if this this fight against you didn't happen. But Chu's like about to hit this big headbutt, and even Rinko's in the back, and he's like, "Oh, nobody, nobody survives that." Um, mm-hmm. Yusuke, of course, counters with a headbutt of his own, and. uh Knocks him out, Chris. That's it. Yeah, that is an absolute wrap. And uh, Team Yarameshi makes it past the first round, and Team Rakuyakai is out in the cold. Yeah, Chu. Then uh, Chu asks, like, if if Yusuke will finish him. Yusuke is like, Nah, we'll fight when you're better. Like, just, there just, it is. Just, Yusuke shows mercy, unlike our boy Karama. Karama's like, Nah, you're dying today. Oh yeah, Karama would have smoked that fool immediately. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so we've got so Cody. That is the end of our first round. Well, Cody, uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember if there because there's a lull in the action here. We actually get like a reprieve before yeah. we go into round two because I think we see, um, we see Tagoro's round one where he basically just fights the entire opponent's team by himself. 
Yeah, he's the only one that even walks out, and he's like, I do well, have one... the rest of his team isn't even fucking there, or, like, they're being lazy or something. <laughs> he's like, I have one condition, uh, you guys all have to fight me at once, and I mean, he just fucking absolutely obliterates them, and, you know, thankfully our boy Karama is watching, uh, you know, so we can relay the information to the team. Mm-hmm. Because Yusuke's oh. off, like, trying to figure out why his spirit gun isn't working, he, mm-hmm. he he's kind of panicking. Um, he a his arms fucked up. He's like like he can't like use his right arm. And we see like yeah he had to play, he had to play it cool while uh while he was on the field with everybody. But he's like on a rock like on his hands and knees like in so much pain. Yeah, obviously from using the whatever the D- dragon of darkness flame technique. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it definitely fucked him up. Like. Mm-hmm. Um. It was a little too much. For for him too fast, but yeah, um, he like you said, younger Taguro ends up taking out what are called the Spirit Warriors, according to Wikipedia. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I I I think it's actually Yusuke. Whenever he's working with a spear gun, he actually sees their leader in the forest. Mm-hmm. Like he like comes across him in the forest. Yep, some 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 jabroni named Rugby. Yeah, just absolutely takes an L. Um, yeah. Yeah, the whole team just gets dumpstered by Tagoro, which is fine. You know, it happens. It happens. Yeah, I, I think the only thing to worry about is Yusuke not having a spirit gun. That's a, that's a little worrisome. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chris. Then we are. In, I believe we're in the top eight teams now. I think. Yep. Yep. We are. We go from sixteen to eight to four to two. Or no, no, no. This is um, because they have sixteen, eight, four. No, because they have a. Because they have after this, they have three more matches. So maybe it was t- a 32 bracket, not a 16 bracket. No, I think yeah, that's right, because they say the 31 other teams, not the 15 other teams. Okay, okay. I, I, I thought we were... Unless there were, like, teams with, like, by... Look, look, I didn't create the Spirit World bracket, yeah. but uh, there's a... Yeah, I, I, I didn't create the bracket for the Spirit World, so... We're either, but, uh, yeah, we're we're either we're in the top in... 16 or the top 8, either way. Um. <clears throat> yeah. And we're up against our next opponent here, Cody. Team Ichigaki. Yeah. Which is uh, a couple of the, these guys look like, uh, well, because we got to see them. We got to see their first round match where they made short work of their opponents, too, because, yeah, I believe you know, like you can't anyway. see what they're doing. Yeah, I think Kai, I believe it's Kai. Uh, it, when mm-hmm. when they fight them, they're like M1, M2 and M3, according to the subtitles yep. on Hulu. Um, but like the yep. one guy's just beheading every member of the other team mm-hmm. like it's not close like it's very similar yep. to how Taguro like destroyed the spirit warrior guys like these guys and, and you know they have like it's almost like they have Dr. Ichigaki as their as their manager mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call him it's, it's, it's very much like yep. a Frankenstein kind of thing like you can Absolutely. tell these are humans that have been like operated on and like modified Yep, and they have a pretty track, and I want to say that this one is done battle royale style. Yeah, we where have, they all they, yeah, it's it's a three v three because the other two Chris have Hie and Karama distracted in the forest. Um, the yeah, the two lamest of the three, of course. Oh yeah, the yeah yeah M four and the fucking uh like the fucking it's, it's, robot contraption thing. Yeah, it's like the two lamos and they're like they're big robot because they Karama and Hie quickly deal with the first guy, kill him. Um, mm-hmm. I believe they're about to kill the second guy, and then he pulls out the robot. Um, which the robot, yeah. you know, it looks kind of cool, but you know, he and Karama, like it's got like the 
this super titanium, I can't remember what he says that the robot's made out of, but they just use mm. the robot, crash it into itself, destroy it, and then kill the guy. Um, yeah. But Chris, it does prevent those two from being involved in this fight, because I think if there, there's some kind of rule in the in the Dark Tournament where if you're not present at the start of the match, you can't participate. So it's a 3v3 yep. between these... Which, keep in mind, Cody, I know you said you hate when rules change, the tournament committee is always up to some shit. So well, I, the rules I, I will think, change on the fly. I think it's fine with this because there's there's some corruption going on, right? Yes, absolutely but, there but, is. But Chris, speaking of rule changes, um, mm-hmm. we, we do have to talk about the Koenma brings up the egg thing and tells Yusuke that his eggs are <gasps> about to hatch. I was like, because <laughs> I about sent my remote through my TV. I was like, oh, oh, you tell me the egg didn't break when he threw it in the fire? Well, well they even say, because like, Yusuke's like, well, I thought I fucking roasted that. I thought I fried it. Yeah, I thought he did too, Chris, but turns out Karama's been having it in the fucking incubator back at, back in Demon World. Um, or back you know, in the spirit world. <laughs> that's right. Turns out. Who would have thought? But no, like, I, I, I am kind of a bit of a stickler when it comes to rules on things, but I think like the dark tournament, the, there's some crooked shit going on left and right. Like, oh, absolutely. And the they, entire they make time, no bones about it. I mean, from the moment they got on the boat, it was crooked. Like, and oh yeah, when you have uh, what's that guy's name? Is it Sakio? Sak- so, uh, yeah, Sakio. Yeah, like Sakio is, you know, he, he seems to be like the uh, how do you put it? Like he's like the good guy out of the crooked betters in in the previous mm-hmm. arc. Um, but yeah, like there's some crooked shit going on, but. You know, there's money involved, and, you know, they're in the demon world, exactly. wherever they're at. Um, exactly. Like, I, I can I can forgive some of those rules. Now, Quinma breaking rules? Mm. Fuck Quinma, right? <laughs> <laughs> and him bringing up the egg, Absolutely. I was like, bullshit. He tells Yusuke, he's like, yeah, your egg's actually about to hatch. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that's why his your gun isn't working? I was kind of confused on why they, why they brought that up. But he basically just mentions that. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, back to the ring, Cody. So we find out like this this uh this team that uh, Doctor Ichigaki has actually has a very tragic uh tragic origin, which we find that um you know Kuwabara with his spirit awareness can kind of hear what these guys are saying, and all you know all we kind of hear is them saying is kill, kill, kill kill well kuwabara is like he's like he like him and shizuru up in the stands both like feel this profound sadness coming from these people and cody we find out that like these these are humans that were you know their master was sick and dr ichigaki shows up on their doorsteps and says hey i can help i can cure your master i i can save him but in return you need to you need to allow me to perform my experiments on you, which I think that's a fucking fool's bet. If I ever heard one, sir. Yeah. Even when they show like, cause Kuwabara dreams of their, basically of their backstory. Cause Kuwabara's getting his, uh, he's getting his ass beat in this fight. He's, he's, he's given some, but he's taken a lot. Like, cause Kuwabara doesn't want to kill them. Like yeah. he doesn't want to hurt them either. Exactly. Yeah. But like Kuwabara the night before he dreamt like of what happened to <clears> them. <throat> and like, then when he like kind of, you know, he's face to face with him. He's like, "That was real. Wait, like, that wasn't. That wasn't like mm-hmm. a. You know, we get to see like 
Kuwabara is, is it spirit awareness? What is what we call it? Yeah, yeah. Like, His whole family has like that crazy spirit awareness. Yeah, and, it, and like and we had we had kind of messaged about this. Like it's kind of cool to see like, you know, normally in most anime you would have like the Doctor Ichikawa would be like, mm-hmm. he, he, or Ichigaki would just like spilled the beans on their backstory, and it's kind of neat to see mm-hmm. like Kuwabara's powers are how he figures out like their actual backstory and same with his sister like you mentioned like it's it runs in the family um but it's cool yep. it, it was a neat little backstory but yeah like you said it's you know these guys just wanted to save their sensei or their master or whatever he is um mm-hmm. and that's the three that are in the ring uh which we come to find out their real names yin ryu and kai uh the other two yep. jabronis in the forest i don't think they were part of that clique um nope i think they're just a couple of a couple, they're like i don't know they're like the other random person in the... Ne- they're like when Crush joined the Nation of Domination. <laughs> so, uh, but... Uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> that's right. If you know, you know. But Chris... But, um... Uh, not to interrupt, but like right? D- Dr. Ichikaki, you know, breaking out the calculator with the KP spreadsheet, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. That's... Dude, this is... This is the... Dr. Ichigaki is the demon version of KP. He's just like, <laughs> with, with my fighters versus their fighters, they've got a 0.02% chance of winning. And then, uh, like, the, the, the percentages keep changing, and it starts getting worse once... Yeah, like, Hiei and Kurama show once up... Once they the discover de- what's... Yeah, Hiei mm-hmm. and Kurama show up with the dead robot, and, and Dr. Ichigaki, you know, according to his math, mm-hmm. that was an 80% win rate. Um, and- well, yeah. Turns out. Yeah, things are looking rough here. And of course, you know, we didn't mention the mass the mass fighter actually suggested that we do a three V three battle royale style. Well, that's that yep. was that was their suggestion. So um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, which is which is what made the uh what, and the only reason Dr. Ichigaki agreed because when he calculated it up, it was that that was the that was like the very superior win percentage for his team, which is why he did it. And but this is also a really good fight. As it progresses, we learn the attacks that these guys have, like you know, because they're very hard to see, and we don't know like, where where their powers are coming from. And what's tough is because like Kuwabara is the one kind of direct in traffic. He's like like Yusuke and Max Fighter are like ready, like they're ready to fucking throw down. But Kuwabara is like, no, they're they're not they're not you know they're not acting on their own volition. Like they're under being controlled by this guy. We can't kill them. They're people. Yeah, you know, like really pleading with the rest of his team. Yeah, and he, he, Chris, like you said, he's taking licks. He, he is not fighting back really. Um, no, and ends up getting, you know, kind of getting his ass beaten, tossed out of the ring. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, while while that's happening, Doctor Ichikaki kind of he kind of starts to spill the beans on these three, like that they're he's using like, you know, he talks this about little them, like, thing. it's like something in their blood that he's using to control their movements and. Yeah, they're doing his bidding. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, well, and then and they got these little things. I can't remember if they're they're on their back. These little things on their back that are that is basically like the engine that's making them work. And I can't remember if it's the mass fighter or Yusuke that actually gets those things off of them to release them from their control. Yeah, it's the mass fighter. Uses, I feel like it's the mass fighter. Yeah, that's right. Again, Kai, of course, uses the spirit wave to like she like individually Free them. Like, hits each one of them like almost like in a pressure point type thing and destroys these, whatever they are. They're like hearts on their back, um, which obviously... They almost look like like scarab, like locust type thing, almost like bugs on their back. Yeah, which of course Dr. Ichikaki um, created, um, which of mm-hmm. course frees them from this, this curse, really. 
Um, and they're kind of like, they're good to go on their own. Um, yeah. And they're just like, you know, that at they, this point they're like, what, where are we? What's happening? Where's our master? What, well, you know, yeah, they're, they're apologizing. Yeah. They stay down for the 10 count. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, then they, like, like you said, they met, they wake up, um, Dr. Ichikaki, of course, you know, in a, in a last ditch effort transforms into this big ass fucking like super monster thing, <laughs> um, which Yusuke promptly just beats the Dude. living shit out of like that. I like Yusuke was so happy. He's like, can I, can I beat this guy up? Can I, can I, can I, can I beat this guy's ass? Yeah, I know he's not one of the five, but I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, lay waste. Oh, which, just, just fucking just to talk about like C- Cody this was this was Brock Lesnar 2002 <laughs> just just total fucking squash match here yeah which I, I think is good and shown in anime I hate like when every mm-hmm. fight is like a you know like just like the closest fight like win on like some some dumb luck like we we need every once in a while you need just a nice good ass beating um, and Yusuke delivers and well, we here. Get it right here he <laughs> fucking delivers a handle ass whooping yeah. On Ichigaki. Hits him with the double shoot. Sure you can <laughs> just right. dude, he hit him with a left handed uppercut. That yeah. should tell you something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're done for. Um, and sends him up into the stands, you know, like like Barry Bonds just, style. Like just Dude, he this this guy's just done. Just <laughs> fucking done. Everybody in Spirit World's getting fucking one dollar Big Macs because Mark McGuire just took it fucking straight That's up. Right. <laughs> Well, in, in Demon World, they'd be getting big and tasty, sir. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh man, good times, good times. But yeah, um, Yusuke lays waste to him, um, and then of course, like I like I mentioned, Yen, Ryu, and Kai are freed and able to control their bodies. They're back to their human forms. Um, yeah. And you know they're like, like you said, they're mentioning their master. Um, turns out, I believe it was, I think it was Karama was actually. It already had found their master. I think it was Karama and Hiei. It already, yep. like, using the information they gathered from the other two jabronis in the forest. They found and they located the other master. Yeah, located the master, brought him back to him. And uh, even with uh, Kuhabara... Because I want to say that, that, that they're his kids also. Like, that, like that's their father, I think. I believe he's, like, their adopted father. Like, he's raised them okay. as his kids. Um, but even, I think it's Kai that offers, because Kuwabara is still injured. Yeah, Kuwabara took an ass beating here, but yeah. it's not because he couldn't. It's not because he couldn't fight back. It's because he wouldn't fight back. Yeah. Just, very similar to how it was in season one with his code when he took the ass whoopings for his friends. He pretty much did that here as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's Kai that that offers to step in for Kuwabara, and Yusuke is like, "Ah, oh, man." Yep. He's like, "We can only have a substitute if one of our fighters." Is dead and or can't compete, and he's like, and I can't give up Kuwabara's spot. Like he would kill me. Guys, yep. like, all right, we'll we'll meet again someday. Runs off. Yep. So we have the cool. Yep. And Cody, I don't remember if it happens at the end of this episode, but you know that's that's going to wrap up really this week. But Cody, oh, no, we're we, kind of left on a cliffhanger here. Yeah, we. It, it is this episode. If you're talking about like that, they got to fight again, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking tournament committee is throwing them right back into the thick of things against. Team Macho, and you know that's where that's where this episode is going to end, Cody. That's where we're going to end this week on Shonen and Suds. But I'm telling you right now, the Team Macho fight is probably my favorite fight in the entire Dark Tournament. These guys show up with their pointy hats. They're looking. That's they're right. Looking, looking a little sus. Looking, right? a, little, looking a little. Looking a little. Yes, looking a little uh, clannish. Um, that's right. 
but you know, hopefully they'll take those hoods off or something. Well, um, they, they definitely take those hoods off. And Cody, we're actually introduced to some really cool. Uh, again, another another couple members actually, of the side character Hall of Fame is what who we're going to be introduced to in uh in this uh fight. I was going to say I actually got to see a glimpse of whoever it is that Karama fights. I know he uses like makeup. I believe is like his. Oh yeah, Ga- Gama. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw you know like how it. You know, next time on Yu Yu Hakusho, like th- I watched That's that right. part, um, mm-hmm. so I got to see a glimpse of that. So I know about one of them. Uh, like you said, Gamma. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. He he definitely reminds me of a few characters from other anime. So we'll we'll touch on that yep. next week. Um, but yeah, Chris and, and, and Cody, we, you mentioned the corruption in the dark tournament. This may or, hey, we're going to get a great fight, but you're going to see you're going to see them do everything this is literally fucking michael cole is the raw gm or <laughs> making up rules this is teddy long like this whole fight is teddy long literally coming out saying you're going one-on-one with the undertaker player <laughs> awesome yeah now chris correct me if i'm where, how many episodes are we watching now this next week this we week? are we are doing another 11 another 11 okay so we're doing 11 11 yep. and then Whatever, whatever. 11, 11. Uh, it was just, so we did 11 this week. We're doing 11 next week. Then we're doing 10. Then we're doing 9. So we're going up until episode 40, up through episode 46? Yes. Or through 47. Through the, through or maybe the, it's 11, 11, 10. Or maybe it's 11, 11, 10, 8. Something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay, so we'll, we'll... Tagoro's wish is the last episode of season of season two. Okay, I just have season two pulled up. So, yeah, uh... whatever whatever episode number Tagoro's wish is, which I think is forty one. No, no, no. Tagoro's wish is episode sixty six. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's so it's twenty something through sixty six. So yes. Oh, this week! This week we're this going week, through yeah. forty something. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was I, I was like, ahead of myself. Are we on? Brother, we're watching the whole thing in one go. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. So we we've seen thirty six. So we're gonna do thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, forty one. And what what's the name of the? If you could just give me the name of the episode we're stopping at after. There's many faces, many forms. There's legendary bandit okay. Yoko Karama. The- uh, yeah, we're gonna do, we're doing many. Uh, we're I want to say we should probably do legendary. Like we should stop at Yoko Karama because that's a good. That's a, you know the the rest of the breaks in the tournament. Like the pacing is a little bit different um, compared to this first eleven. Okay. So I think that's where we should stop. Like after that one. So watch that Yoko Karama. I- no, no, the one before that. Many faces, okay. many forms. Is so, the we're last watch, one we watch. so we're watch episode thirty-seven through forty-six, which I think is technically ten episodes. Yeah, perfect. That's absolutely fine. I think that's the most logical break point. Yeah, so we'll do the next ten episodes if you guys are following along with us. Um, yep, because so that's going to give us yeah, from, a Masho fight. Yeah, from Master mm-hmm. of Disguise until through many faces, many forms. Um, yep, that should take us through all of the. That's gonna take us through all of the Masho fight and up into the like the first couple fights in the team Yuri Yatogi. Okay. Uh, match. Okay, so that that is so. where we will we will leave off this week and continue next week. Um, if you guys are following along with us, we appreciate it. Once again, if you guys want to yeah. you know, follow the podcast on Facebook and X, it's, it's no, no longer Twitter. We got to call it X. Um, 
what a shit name. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you guys want to follow us, of course, Shonen and Suds. You guys got any show suggestions for us? Um, any you know questions, comments, concerns? Well, the concerns we probably concerns we don't care about. Um, yeah, I, I won't address them. Yeah, yeah, we don't care about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys can follow along with us. Give us show suggestions. Um, and yeah, that's. That's about it, Chris. I'm I'm three hop three Baja blasts empty here, Chris. I got to say, oh man, no need... drywall will be safe. <laughs> no, no drywall is safe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that, I'm I'm just excited to dive back in. Um, we're getting into the 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 meatiest parts of the dark tournament. I I really think you're gonna like the team Masha fight, especially how it ends. Yeah, like it's it, I love the way the fight ends. It's it's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Yeah, not not only did the podcast today uh, come at like a good time for me, like. IRL, like I also just kind of wanted to watch some more UU, um, which I can do it now. I can watch. You know, we're, we're recording this in the in the past, so when when the guys hear this on <laughs> Thursday, we've I'll probably already be done with the next chunk of episodes. But hell yeah, brother! And I, I want to hear your thoughts as we go through. Like I said, we meet some really great uh, future side character Hall of Famers here. So I was gonna say, I feel like we already have a few already under our belt. Dude, Chu, Chu is definitely in. Like we just—it's just a matter of what class he's going to be in. I think Kuwabara's in as well. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. They're, they're both first ballot. I was like, Karama's also like—he's <laughs> punched his ticket oh, yeah. for me at least. Um, <laughs> That's right. I'm absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be—it's going to be tough when we have to get to that point next year and decide. On, oh, I know. And only two characters a piece. Um, but you know. Oh no, and it's just—we're just going to meet more and more as this tournament <laughs> goes on. I'll say we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. Going to do it for us this week on Shonen and Suds, guys. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And keep fighting the good fight.